You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt, and today we are talking about a topic which is really close to my heart, which is how to make your day job work for you when all you want to do is play music. A lot of us have been in quarantine for the past few months, and many of you guys may be just about to return to work after months of having the luxury of working from home. And even though at this current point in time, I'm very pleased to say I'm pretty much self-employed which is, has been a huge achievement that I've been working towards my whole life. I know what it's like to be stuck in a day job, which is nothing short of soul destroying. So whether you like your job or not, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to be a career musician, you'd much rather be playing music than sitting at a desk or, you know, doing whatever you do in your day job day after day. So today I'm going to share with you the eight hacks that I used to manage the times when I was going into work, particularly on a Monday, and I really didn't feel like it because at the end of the day, music is my main love. And if you're listening to this, then music will be your main love too. So this is for musicians. This is for aspiring managers or aspiring booking agents, people within the industry as well who may not be doing their passion full time yet. Before we get started, make sure you get my free Spotify playlist cheat sheet from monicastrutcom slash Spotify. You'll learn the differences between the playlists, how to really boost your plays and make the most of the platform. And of course, how to get on Spotify playlists, because we all know the power of Spotify these days. If you do download it, make sure you hit me up on Instagram. I'm just Monica Strutt everywhere. And yeah, let me know if you enjoyed it. Tip number one is to use your net time. So most of us have some sort of commute to work and for the good portion of us, it's public transport. So this is a really good time whilst you're sitting on the bus, whilst you're sitting on the train to check your social media, check your band's emails, and maybe even schedule in a few posts for that night. So this is a time where you can really use to reply to your comments, your messages. You know, the number one mistake I see bands making online when it comes to social media is leaving their comments unreplied to leaving messages unread or just not replying to emails for like more than a couple of days. So use your net time on your commute to and from work to check your social media, to be replying to the fans that you do have and making sure that you're not going to miss out on those bigger opportunities. You can also use this net time, of course, to listen to podcasts like this one. I do have a podcast myself. It's called the Being in a Band podcast. So if you love my episodes on the Daily Music Business podcast, I know you're going to like the Being in a Band podcast as well. So make sure you subscribe and check that out for more episodes from me. So utilizing your net time not only makes you more productive, but you'll find that it gives you a sense of purpose, which is outside of your day job. It makes you feel like you're working on your music career and moving closer to your goals, which in turn will keep you motivated and inspired. 
Tip number two is to use your lunch breaks for writing. Now, I'm mainly talking about lyricists here. What I used to do is each and every lunch break, I would go for a walk and I was allowed 30 minutes to an hour for my lunch break. So I would walk around the city or walk around wherever the office was, go find some, you know, streets that I hadn't been to before. One job, I could actually walk to the beach. Mind you, it was just a little bit too far to do on my lunch break. And I got back late a number of times, but I would use that time to put on my headphones, listen to any demos that my band was working on and really start formulating ideas for lyrics and melody. I've always been lucky enough to have jobs that allowed me to listen to headphones at the desk as well. So what I would do is I would eat lunch at my desk and then I would use my actual lunch break to go for a walk and focus on songwriting. And then that would often flow back to the time when I got back to my desk as well. So I'd really be in the zone after getting out in the fresh air, after moving my body. Honestly, if you're stuck, if you ever have any writer's block, get outside, get moving, get to the gym and just move your body, get the blood flowing. It, it helps so much. And I would get up the momentum. So when I did sit back at my desk, I would already have so many ideas that I'd written down in my phone in terms of lyrics and ideas in my head in terms of melodies. I might do a, a sneaky voice record cord in the bathroom or, you know, in the elevator back up to the office. And as I said, I would continue the process at work. I had a lot of downtime in all my jobs, so I was able to continue working on lyrics. Look, it's not the most inspiring sort of atmosphere sitting at a desk in an office, but certainly if you're outside, maybe on like a construction site or, you know, you have a job where you're driving, maybe you work for Uber, then using the time when you don't have passengers in your car or using a time when you can listen to your headphones and uh, start formulating melodies and song ideas and take your mind off work for a little bit especially when you're doing those boring, repetitive tasks. Like obviously not everyone has a job where they can kind of uh, go on autopilot for a moment and songwrite in their head. But for me, I did have jobs where I could do that. And um, it really, really helped me get through the day. Tip number three is to think of your job as an investor. So one of the key mindset shifts that you can make when you are heading to your day job day after day is thinking of your employer as an investor in your band or music career. So the position is basically funding your dreams. So it's definitely something to be grateful for. I mean, a lot of people lost their jobs, you know, during COVID and, you know, when COVID had just started to hit the world. So if you still have a job, you have a way to not only put food in your mouth, but you have a way to invest in your band and continue moving your music career forward. And this is something to be so grateful for. So yeah, try and think of your employer as an investor in you. Tip number four, use your annual and sick leave to work on your band. Now, obviously, you know, when it comes time for recording or even shooting video clips or going on tour, you are going to have to use your personal leave, your sick leave, your annual leave to take time off in order to go on tour. But if you are really, really hating your day job, I'd even suggest taking some sick leave or a personal day or some annual leave, even if it's just, you know, one random Wednesday to really sit at home and, you know, just song right, work on your music career. Two days a week in terms of a weekend isn't a lot, especially when you essentially have two full-time jobs, you know, your normal job and your band, which is a business and needs to be treated like a job as well. So if you can take time off every now and then just to, just to even relax and unwind, 
I highly recommend it. You know, you'd be surprised how many people aren't taking the full uh, annual leave days and sick leave days that are allocated to you each year and are just letting them pile up or even long service leave. If you've been at a job for a long time, take your days off. You know, they're there for a reason and, you know, mental health is extremely important. So you should never feel guilty about taking that time off and taking some time to yourself because trust me, I've been burned out before and you do not want to reach that stage because it took me about a year after I was burned out to really even feel like starting a new band, starting a new project. So we need to avoid burnout. And I guess I'm not an expert in terms of like the signs of burnout, but for me personally, I stopped doing the things that gave me joy. I stopped walking outside. I stopped feeling inspired or I just didn't even want to have a bar of my band or, or even any sort of music career. So When you stop doing the things that you love and, you know, you may be sleeping a bit more, you may experience depression or anxiety, that is a really good indicator that you are burned out and you need to take a break. So I can't stress this enough. This is really, really important. Uh, So if you can take some time to yourself, then please, please do. Tip number five is to use your downtime to get shit done. So I'm specifically talking about downtime at work. I've been lucky enough to have jobs which really ebbed and flowed in terms of the workload day to day. And I do think that most jobs are like this. You know, some days you might be flat out and you may not even take a lunch break. And then other days you may be sitting there twiddling your thumbs and wondering what the hell to do. Obviously, I do not want you to get fired. Um, I want you to keep your jobs. But if you are in a position where you can kind of use your downtime to book tours or, you know, write some emails, reaching out for opportunities, organize video clips and artwork or recording. I've done so many things just sitting at my desk at my day job. I even used to write song lyrics in the body of an email and then email that to myself um, just to kind of make it look like I was working. I was a shit employee, guys. No, actually, that's not true. I was a good employee, but you know, I just wasn't afraid to make use of that downtime. I always got my work done to a high standard. I work really fast. I tend to just not fuck around. Even when I was working in cafes, though, I used to write lyrics in the order books and then stash them in my apron. I also learned to harmonize um, when I was, you know, first learning to sing by mopping the floors at my cafe job and singing along to the radio when no one was in the restaurant. So there are always ways to squeeze in what you need to get done at your day job. You just need to think outside the box. Number six, go part-time. So if you can swing it, I highly recommend knocking your work week from five days a week down to four days a week, or even doing a nine day fortnight, which means that one week you work five days, one week you work four days. As I said, I've been burned out and that period of burnout was right before I moved from Sydney to Melbourne. So I actually ended up taking a job that was only three days a week for a period of time. And it was one of the best things I ever did. I took a pretty hefty pay cut because of it, but honestly, I made it work. I moved in with like five housemates and at the time that totally worked for me, but having that freedom and those extra days a week to really just enjoy my life, especially, you know, newly moved to a new city. And at the time I wasn't in a band, so I really had a lot of downtime. I was working as a music journalist as well on the side, but having that freedom to just get my life back was so, so invaluable. So if you are feeling really stressed, really overwhelmed, Ask your employer if you can cut down to four days a 
week, even if it's only temporarily, or as I said, a nine day fortnight. Seriously, that's only one day less a fortnight that you work. Obviously they'll adjust your pay accordingly. And I cannot express to you how good it is to have a three day weekend every second weekend. When you do have that nine day fortnight, you are going to get your life back. You are going to feel like you're on more of the path you want to be on with your music and It's a scary conversation, but at the end of the day, the worst thing that they can say is no. Tip number seven is to change jobs or change your hours. So you really need to find a job where once you leave the office, you don't think about that job until 9am the next day when you're back at your desk. So one of my favorite authors, Ari Herstand, talks about this a lot in his book, How to Make It in the New Music Business. And, you know, when people ask me what books I recommend for the music industry, this is pretty much the number one book that I recommend. Um, Once again, it's How to Make It in the New Music Business, which you can find on Amazon. I have the audible version, which Ari reads and holy shit, that book is so relatable. Um, otherwise, you know, see if you can shake up your hours and make them work for you. In my most recent day job, I worked from 10 AM to 6 PM getting to work at 10 AM means that I leave slightly after the rest of the world, which means I miss all the traffic. So there's less commute time and more me time. So I can sleep in after a late rehearsal, for example, You know, I'm not a morning person, so starting work at 9am never worked for me. Even when I work from home, you'd be hard pressed to find me starting work before 10am. I get up earlier, but I like to, you know, journal and I like to meditate and I like to exercise in the morning and get myself in a good state prior to work. So knowing this about myself, when my employer did ask me, would I like to start at nine and work nine to five or start at 10 and work 10 to six? I of course took the option to start later because I knew that for me personally, that was going to work a lot better for my lifestyle and just the way I am in terms of not being a morning person. The last tip is to figure out a way that you can work for yourself. Working for yourself is one of the biggest blessings in the whole world. And it's not for everyone. You really have to be self-motivated and have to have clear direction. I often work with business coaches, so I don't feel like so alone on this journey. Um, But, you know, working for yourself means that I can work for a cafe. You know, I don't have to commute to work. I, you know, have the ability to craft my hours around my band and other commitments that I have. Working for yourself is so, so incredible. And for me, I know that a long time when I was back in Sydney and I was in that day job for nearly six years, I thought that the next job that I would have after that day job would be being a full-time musician. But with the industry, how it is, that's still probably a long way off for me. And of course that band that I was in at the time ended up breaking up. So I had to start over again, but you know, at the end of the day, even when it comes to like touring and everything, you do need some sort of income coming in from outside sources that isn't your band or else it's going to take you forever to accomplish anything. And plus you need to eat and you need to pay rent and everything. And typically any money you make in your band will be reinvested or at least it should be. So figure out a way that you can work for yourself. Maybe you're a music teacher. You could be a consultant. You could be a photographer or a graphic designer. Anything that you can do, any skill that you have that you can work out a way to allow people to pay you for is the beginnings of a business. So just to recap on everything that we have spoken about today, tip number one was use your net time. So that's your commute to and from work to get shit done. Tip number two was to use your lunch breaks, you know, again, to be productive. And specifically for me, I liked to use my lunch breaks to go for a walk, stretch my legs and listen to demos and start working on melodies and lyrics for my songs. Tip number three was to think of your job as an investor. 
Tip number four was to use your annual and sick leave to work on your band or even just work on yourself and rest. Tip number five was to use your downtime at work to get shit done. Tip number six was to go part-time if you can. Number seven, change jobs or change hours. Um, I spoke about the changing hours. I didn't speak about changing jobs, but of course, if you're hating your life, please, please, please just look for another job. Try and look for a part-time job if you can. Honestly, you can you can do it. Like if the job that you have doesn't let you change your hours, then you know it may be seriously worthwhile looking for another position. And my final tip was to figure out a way that you can work for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode on eight ways to make your day job work when all you want to do is play music. Grab that free Spotify playlist cheat sheet from monicastrutcom slash Spotify, and I will speak with you next time. Bye. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast.